you don't like hunting, fishing, cooking in the outdoors, you might want to find another podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome to another edition of Southern Boys Outdoors Podcast here from the Southern Boys Store located at 11318 Highway 190, Hammond, Louisiana. Telephone number 225-209-0945. Y'all make sure y'all stop by, hang out with us here at the Southern Boys Store because you know what we always like to say. You never know what's coming up next here on Southern Boys Outdoors. Hey, hey, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Y'all, we are about six days away from opening day of turkey season. Six or five. But in the studio today, we got Big L. Big L in the house. Been turkey hunting. Done filmed a few birds uh, die and done killed one, a nice bird itself. So Leon's here to kind of give us an update on the turkey season out of Mississippi and about Louisiana, what to expect out of Louisiana. Man, I tell you what, it's good to be back here at Southern Boys Store. I've That's been right. uh, between deer season and turkey season, I've been kind of flying under the radar, but uh, had to stop by and see my old buddies here today, and uh, we decided to jump on here and get caught up on uh, turkey season since since deer season's a thing of the past now. That's right. Well, not only did you stop by, but you had to refill the uh, yep. your stock of uh turkey calls because we've been selling the heck out of them here at the Man, store and i tell you they uh they seem to be a hit here locally for sure huh? that's right so uh but what about the mississippi season how's it been going so Man, far I, I tell you it's uh it's been actually pretty good i mean i've uh i've got one myself and i've had the opportunity to to be no. in on some uh that might is that mine or yours must be good ain't mine I don't know who's this. Oh, mine's way over there. Let me go. Oh, that's good. We just uh, let it ring. We just let it ring. Okay. Oh, it picks up good, don't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that mic. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I've, I've been in on some good hunts. I uh, I was able to spend the first two days hunting with uh, old Carl Ray Holyfield and uh, Dan DeWitt. That's right. And uh, two awesome turkey hunters. And uh, we actually ended up having a really good hunt considering the rain and all you know opening day was a washout and down here down in in the southwest part of mississippi it blew on out by about nine ten o'clock and those boys was able to get started hunting well we were seeing all this on face everybody was posting pictures on facebook and here we are just watching it rain all day long it finally stopped raining about Three o'clock, I guess. So we get out there and uh, we find a snow gobbler and start working him, and and we we finally get him in. And Dan made a good shot, awesome video. Then I get home to edit my video, zero audio on it. <laughs> I guess I uh, the camera out. got a little damp that morning, and it must have affected the uh, the audio on it. Right. But I mean, oh, it was such such a fine video, but it's it's useless, you know, because without audio on a turkey hunt, you know, right? You know, yeah, you, you didn't get the gobble and the no, no, and no. It's just it's like watching it. an old, uh, you know, one of the old uh, soundless movies. And That's right. uh, but but we we had a good hunt then, and then uh, 
Carl Ray got one the next day after we left. And then, uh, let's see here. Just everybody seems to be having a, a pretty good year up there. You know, like in the home of national forest, mm-hmm. I've seen just, just going by uh, Facebook, you know, looks like people's doing really good. And, uh, let's see yesterday, yesterday morning, uh, a nephew and I went up to a place that he has. We heard five turkeys gobble yesterday morning, but but once they hit the ground, no gobbles, of right. course. And uh, he's a little impatient. He's a busy man. He's like, right. oh, ugly. I was like, all right. So we left. So we're going to try to get back up there maybe tomorrow when he's got more time. But right. uh, all in all, it sounds like it's pretty good. Now, I know this past weekend was opening season for youth here in Louisiana. And I seen you made a post about that yeah. you've seen a lot of turkeys on Facebook that kids, the youth, uh, had a really good opening day Man, yeah, here was, in South Louisiana. And it was a beautiful day to hunt, too. Oh, yeah, and it was uh, it was awesome. I mean, the, the, the kids were not only getting their turkeys, but they were getting mature, nice, big, mature turkeys. I, I, I never saw, in, in which nothing wrong with the, with, with the kid shooting the jake. I never saw a, a Facebook post of a Jake. Every kid I saw in Louisiana had a big, nice, mature turkey. Yeah, long beard. Right, yeah. and uh, and that's uh, that's coming from. Uh, I think we're in our fourth year of the the late season opener, and and this really helped our turkeys. You know, we you know especially down here in the Florida parish area, right? The Florida parishes area. Uh, you know, I hear the guys up in the northern part of the state there. We we don't have any turkeys, da, 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 da. and and we're just we're thriving down here. And I think it's because of the late season opener, and we don't hardly have public land around here. Most of ours is private land, and and the the as private landowners, we're we're able to do more than what the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries allows. You know, right. we can, we can go in and plant shufa. We can create nesting areas, and and that's. That combined with the late season opener is uh, is really starting to pay off. Right, you know, and just I just pulled up the weather here on my phone for this Saturday, and we call them for seventy percent chance of rain. But then Sunday, high seventy eight, low fifty one, sunshiny. So it looked like uh, Saturday we might get wet, but Sunday and Monday looks like two good days to be in the turkey woods for our local area here. So we we call it, we got rain uh, for Saturday morning. Yeah, we got uh, in the morning. We that, got uh, showers likely with a chance of thunderstorms in the morning, then partly sunny and a chance of showers with a slight chance of thunderstorms in the afternoon. Highs in the upper seventies. Chance of rain seventy percent. Oh well, man! I look. I hate it for the other hunters, but. Uh, just so happens I can't hunt Saturday morning, so you know that's good. I got a, uh, I have a uh, another uh, commitment till about lunchtime on Saturday morning, and right. be the first opening morning of Louisiana turkey season I've missed in a while. But but that's good. It's it's, it's for a good cause what I'm doing. But anyhow, I will be there Saturday evening and Sunday. So yeah. it, it looks like it looks like it's all working out good for me. You know, uh, me and Dwayne. Last year we got in there and we had one that just pooed all over us and we didn't either one of us shot. So hopefully me and Dwayne can get some redemption now on a on a turkey bird first thing Saturday morning if it ain't raining. 
because I ain't much on turkey hunting. I mean, you and Dwayne, I mean, and other people just absolutely love turkey hunting. And I'm kind of more or less, if I go, I go. If I don't go, I don't right. go. But, you know, what reminds me of that also is like back when you worked at the fire department and on opening day you had to work and then you call me or even during turkey season, you'd be like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, Oh, I don't know. I slept late this morning. <laughs> oh, man, you wait till I retire. I'm going to be out there every day. I'm going to be hunting every day. And now here I am. I think this year in Mississippi, I think I've been uh, maybe six times. Yeah. And it's been open where I think we're in our third week now. Right. But I just, you know, I guess when you don't have time to do it, you long for it. But once you get in a position where you can go every day, it's like, eh, I'll just go tomorrow. Yeah, I'll just go tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, you and Dwayne, ought to, if y'all going over there to his little honey hole, I know. Uh, I don't know if you've checked yet, but he just sent us a, you know, on our little group text, he just sent us a picture of a, look like a big old long beard, man. So y'all might be in good shape. Oh, yeah. Look at there, boy. On that spy uh, point camera, boy. And, you know, me and you have, uh, we've run Dwayne. I don't know if you know it or not. You know, he was anti-decoy. Oh, yeah, big until time. He, until he made some hunts with me and you with those Dave Smith decoys, and uh, I see Crystal uh, just got him a pair for his birthday. Today's his birthday. Yep, today's his 58th birthday, and he finally got him a, a pair of Dave Smith decoys. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he was he was kind of like uncertain about the decoy hunting. He was like, oh, I don't know about decoy. You know, you just set up and call. Well, then when I went with him that morning with them Dave Smiths, mm-hmm. and I was sitting there bumping that string, making it kind of do its thing, and uh, that turkey come running in, that just lit Dwayne's world up, especially when he run in there and, and spurred it, you know. Yeah. So and, he was just like really like, oh, I need me a set of them Dave Smiths. And the thing is, we're not, you're not, we're neither one of us are endorsed by Dave Smith decoys. Nope. So we're just telling you the truth. If you got good decoys, they work. Right. You know, and, and as far as I'm concerned, I'm, I'm just like Dwayne. I never was a decoy man, and I found a pair of Dave Smith decoys laying on the side of the interstate in right. North Alabama about, what's that been, 10, 12 years ago? Yeah. And I'm telling you, I was like, golly, look here, you know. I was like, these look like live turkeys, so I started using them. And, I mean, I've always been able to get my birds, but now it's like, like if you got the Dave Smith Jake out there with that setting hen, Right. They can't take it. No, they can't. They can't take it at all. And um, Dwayne, he's been he's been having my Avian X. Yeah. And he killed a couple birds off the Avian X. And, and that's a good in, decoy, not too. Not in, uh, endorsed by neither one. So, But, uh, yeah, Dwayne's had good luck on the Avian X because him and Mr. Ed last year, and Mr. Ed shot under one. They yeah. come <laughs> up there and beat up the decoy, and he yeah, shot under he one. shot under it turkey yeah 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 well yeah that that dave smith or that avian x they're both very realistic looking decoys and um you know what 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 soured me on decoys way back 25 30 years ago was these old just like a silhouette of a turkey but you know that was the you know look here here's a decoy well heck it my experience it ran more turkeys off so i I just said man heck with a decoy and i think Dwayne was the same way until the dave smith experience right it's just really it's really unbelievable i've got i can't tell you how many hours of video i have of the turkeys reacting to the uh, dave smith decoys and it's always positive right 
Now, hey, now how you doing today? Got some people in the store here because we live in the Southern Boys store right now. But uh, Leon, so you know, if you was going to give any advice to a new turkey hunter out there that's going to go out Saturday morning and uh, he's he's been seeing he's getting a, in a hunting club. He, they got turkeys. He's got them in his food plot. Got pictures of them. Uh, he's got pictures of them strutting around in the food plot. Uh, what advice would you give him to get out there and and put that turkey to uh to bed? Well, I guess probably the best advice is to to have an experienced turkey hunter come with you. But opening day, you're probably not going to get that. So if it were me, I would I would go out to that food plot, which you know that's still turkey hunting. Now the fun turkey hunting is when you get on them and you chase them and you maneuver around them and you call and all that that's but that comes later you know get right. your get your feet wet go to that decoy i mean that uh go to that food plot set you some good decoys out and just do some some soft clucks and purrs and yelps every 15 or 20 minutes and i'm gonna tell right. you that that is a very very productive way to to kill that turkey and then as you go on you know, you'll learn what to do. Uh, to run and gun them. Yeah, you know, you get that first one under your belt, and then you, uh, then you, you, you start chasing them. You know, you, uh, you, you get to where you can judge about how far they are when you hear them gobble. And now, me, I'm like I said, I've been at this forty-seven years. So I'm, I'm a little different than most people. I, I try to get shoot seventy, eighty yards from them while they're still on the roost. Right, but I don't recommend that for somebody. I, I'd say get a hundred, hundred fifty yards, and uh, sit down and just do some sweet, soft calling. Uh, where a lot of people, I think, in my opinion, where a lot of people mess up is they they do a lot of a lot of loud calling, and that right. just that's really not realistic. You know, you got to understand these turkeys go all year hearing each other, just doing little subtle little calls to yeah. each other. And then all of a sudden, you got April second out there. You got Kenya Mason <laughs> out there sudden, going, yow, 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 yow. and they 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 know. They're like, wait a minute now, something don't sound right. I don't sound right. But man, I always tell people, less is more. Just uh, just do it, do it every fifteen or twenty right. minutes, and soft and, and low, because a turkey can hear a long way. Now, on the first turkey I killed, called up and killed, what I. I what I done, I was on a pipeline. I had a food plot down on the pipeline. I went in there the day before and I watched from a distance. I just gla- kept glassing that food plot and I watched him strut around that food plot, round and around that food plot. And then I watched him come towards me and I watched him go in the woods and pitch up as he was going in the woods. So I knew he perfect. was right there. Yeah, perfect situation. And then I took my decoys because I had I was, I was filming. So I took my decoys and I cut in the woods, went way around him, popped out in that food plot. I went ahead and set my decoys up, set mm-hmm. my chair up, set my decoys up out in the food plot, went way back in the woods, all the way around him again, make sure I didn't spook him out of there. Uh, got back home that night. I called Leon. Hey. I told Leon what I did, and he was like, "All right, just get in there before daylight, just make you some soft calls when you after you hear him gobble the first time." Right. And uh, so I got in there early that morning. I didn't have that much carry because I had everything set up. And when I sat down, he, I knew he was right there, and he gobbled. And uh, then I I went, I just went, meow, 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 
like that. And it was like he turned around or whatever, and he gobbled again, and he was louder. Mm-hmm. And not because I was inexperienced, but talking to people like you and other ones, he was he was actually facing away from me the first, first time. time. Right. The Sounded second farther. time after I'd done that, he turned around on that limb, and he knew where I was at when yep. he gobbled at me the second time. I heard him. I could hear him fly down. And I wish I had it on video, but he come running because I had that strutter out there. Uh, and I had a Jake on top of a hen. That's the three decoys. I had a a hen. I just took a hen and set her on the ground. I put a Jake on top of her, and then I put a strutter out there, fanned out strutter. And uh, that was a uh, Avian X decoys. Yep. And when they when he flew down and he hit that power line, and when he looked down there and he seen all that action going on, he couldn't help it but to take, take yeah. off running. And when he was running through that water and stuff, it was so pretty just watching that turkey run. Yep. And then when he hit that food plot, it was like he put the emergency brake on and just went thum, thum, and just blew up and just started. You could hear him drumming yep. all the way up to him. When he got up to him, I didn't give him time to fight. I went ahead and took him out. And then I drove out to the fire department and rubbed it in on Liam because <laughs> yeah, he had to work. I'm sitting out there in my office and <laughs> – and I mean, that turkey was a stud. I mean, he was. He was a nice one. Them, them spurs were, they, if I remember correctly, they were over an inch and a quarter. Yeah, they were right, sharp, at, right sharp. over or under an inch and I a quarter. I mean, and I was sharp. like, man, you know, good job, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, you had a perfect situation. Boy, if you can get one roosted the, the, the night before. Right. That's just a perfect situation. And especially in your case, you were able to get all your heavy load done that night. Right. And you all you had to do is slip in there the next morning and make the soft calls and it worked out perfect. Right. And my advice to anybody out there that's going turkey hunting for the first time and you got a food pot, um, Friday evening, it opens Saturday morning, Friday evening around after Three o'clock. Mm-hmm. Do not go walking around your food plot. Right. Do not go walking all around because you'll spook him out there and he'll roost somewhere else. Yep. If you can stay back, way back out of the way, and watch your food plot, and if you see one or you or you glass one in a field somewhere, and you stay back away from him, watch him fly up, and then you know where he's at the next day and get in there early and get underneath him and need to stay anywhere from 60 to 80 yards away from him if you can yeah yeah or or like i said for a beginner you know you know don't try to get too close because there's so much that can go wrong and look these these birds i, I know most people's experience with them are during the uh the fall and the winter and they're just pretty much dumb that time right. of year but something about the spring of the year they are i mean they can spot you from a half a mile Right. And, and and look, when that turkey hears you call, he knows exactly where that call. I'm not talking about 10 feet from where he knows exactly where that call is coming from. So right. you got to be fully camoed and dead still and ready once you make that call. That's right. And don't, and another thing, you're talking about preseason, whatever you do, don't ever go in calling because every time you call that turkey, you're educating him. And you need every thing you can to be in your favor. And if you go in there preseason calling, 
you're you're really just hurting yourself. Right. You know, even even if he's gobbling, 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 just sit there and listen to him. That's just like uh, let's see, the first Thursday of the Mississippi season. If I'd had somebody with me, they'd have killed a turkey because I do a lot of stupid stuff when I'm by myself. But if I got somebody with me, I really want them to get a bird. I went in at four o'clock that evening, sat down, got out my little call that, that's available here at Southern Boys. Right. It's a little slate call, and and not because it's mine. It's just a it is the real deal. And I hit that thing. I, I cut. I went. First call, he's about 300 yards. I said, oh, look here, you know. So I do it again. I do it again. And I didn't have to make another call. I did, you know, because once he gobbles, he knows where you're at, and he's going to come eventually. Well, this turkey gobbled over 100 times, and I called probably over. 150 times yeah and he 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 made the he, he cut the distance from 300 yards to 60 yards in less than five minutes and i'm just and i know i i know i didn't have to call anymore but i was just playing with him i was getting some awesome audio on my uh, video camera and uh he got out there 60 yards and i was being lazy i didn't bring my decoys because old carl ray had me wore out we covered miles and miles the first two days and uh, by Thursday, I was just wore out, and I was like, "Man, I'm not packing those decoys." But had my decoys, I'd have killed that turkey. But he got the sixty yards. Didn't see that loud mouth hen, which was me. So he just backed up, went around. I watched him get on top of the hill at about a hundred yards, and he stayed there all evening. I got him roosted. Went back the next morning. We got a bad thunderstorm that Thursday night. At daylight that morning, it was beautiful. I sat there till 10 o'clock, never heard that turkey, never heard him fly down or anything. Uh-huh. But the, the my point is, I called way too much of that turkey Thursday evening. I could have killed him if I had just put my call down after that first or second series because he was coming. Right. But like I said, when he got to 60 yards, he didn't see any, any hens out there. So he said, no. And you seen that picture that come up on our camera. Yeah. I got a camera just sitting in a food plot, you know, just see, I'm, I've been getting hog pictures, been getting right. deer pictures at night and stuff. And then lo and behold, I looked at it this morning and at about seven fifteen yesterday evening, he's, he's, he walked by that camera Yeah, and he's a stud. He is. He's, he's a, a nice, stud. you can see it. at uh, if you go to the Southern boys, Facebook page, cause I posted a picture of it. Yeah. He's, he's, I bet he's got a foot of beard. I know it. Oh, I was going to bring a fella up there hunting, but I think I'm, I think I'm going to get greedy. I might get him That's myself. Right. That's right. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, just, just less, just remember less is more when it comes to turkeys. Don't call a whole lot. Don't do like I done. I knew better than doing it, but, and, and don't get me wrong. I, 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 I do still love to kill, shoot turkeys myself, but I guarantee you if I'd had Kenyon Bankston or just anybody with me, after that turkey answered me that second time, I'd have never made another call, and he'd have come on in to probably 10 yards, you know. And you would have had the decoys because you had somebody to pass. I'd have had the decoys. <laughs> that's right. I, 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 I guarantee you the decoy, I don't care how tired I am. I already look like a pack mule going in the woods. I just will yeah. pack another, what, 10 pounds of decoys. That's right. All right, y'all. Well, Leon, um, enjoyed you here in the studio at the Southern Boys store.
And uh, y'all have a great uh, turkey season. I'm sure we'll get back together either during turkey season or after turkey season to talk about some other stuff we got coming up with the Louisiana State Call Championship yep. uh, here at the Southern Boys Store. And so we'll get on another podcast and talk about that. Uh, maybe get Dwayne in here with us to join us and talk about turkey season over on Bear Creek Hunting Club because I know they strapped up over there with turkeys. Oh man, it's 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 just amazing uh, what what uh, Dwayne and his uh, his members have done with that hunting club. It's it's really really a good good hunting club. And uh, I, if I wasn't going where I'll be going that opening evening and the second day, I'd I'd kind of be jealous of y'all. But I'm going to a good place too. <laughs> But, but you uh, know, we know with them over there at Bear Creek last year, if the number of turkeys killed in Livingston Parish, if everybody called their bird in correctly, thirty percent of them was killed at Bear Creek Hunting Club. Yep. In the parish. Out of the, yeah, right. That's that's thirty percent of the birds killed in Livingston Parish was killed in one hunting club. And I don't, and Dwayne's strict rules make sure that everybody calls them in and all that. So they they do an awesome job over there at Bear Creek for sure. And that's something we need to do. Call our turkeys in because, you know, <laughs> wildlife fisheries, they use that data to 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 set regulations for future years. Right. And without accurate data, they're just grabbing numbers out the air. That's right. And uh and I also want to remind everybody Come to the Southern Boy store because they are loaded up with all kind of turkey hunting gear. That's right. And, and uh, plenty of big L turkey calls. Plenty of big L, but we got some Bruce Sally stuff in yeah. there. Look, they all good, but yep. mine's mine's really good. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, y'all, over and out from Southern Boys Outdoor Store here, located at 11318 Highway 190, Hammond, Louisiana, 225-209-0945. Y'all make plans. Come by, see us, and hang out with us. Over and out.